what motivated you 10 years ago, five years ago, even one year ago is not going to be the same thing that motivates you today, tomorrow, you know, a year from now. When you look back at your life, you know, there are so many chapters of it. And so knowing that this right now is just a chapter as well and just writing it out. Writing it out. Write it out. Hello and welcome back to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Viv and Ro. Hi. Remember when we would used to start off our podcast talking about the time of day? It's always early for you or the weather. <laughs> What's it like in New York or LA because Rowena's in a New York Viv's in LA. We've come a long way. We've come such a long way. Although I still get quite nervous at the beginning of every single episode. (laughs) Case in point, Viv was going to start this episode and she did. And she did a hard pivot. She's like, no, you start it. (laughs) I don't know why starting is so difficult for Mm -hmm. me because literally right before we hit record, we're already talking. And then right when we start, it's like I get stage fright or something. But like every single time, even at episode 39 now. (laughs) No, I think it's very normal. I was actually just thinking about it this week, literally all week, because, you know, everyone's asking, where's the next YouTube video? And I'm also asking myself, where's the new new YouTube video? And it's just like the if you're not doing something like this consistently on a daily or weekly basis, it's like. When you are doing consistently, you have that momentum to continue and like, okay, you know, I just did this. I can do it again. But anytime you take a break and sometimes, you know, we like skip a week in between recording, the inertia to just like get yourself down to sit and to focus. It's so hard. No, that's true. Because especially when we do like we record back to back, the second episode is always way more smooth and I feel like the conversation was already it just feels a lot more natural so we thought this would be a great episode to revisit our previous most listened to episode on motivation or lacking motivation and because last time in episode 28 we talked more about why we're lacking motivation I think today we want to focus more on tips and tactical things that are, I think, more practical rather than being more abstract. In the previous episode, we talked a lot about burnout as well. And I know that that was something that you had this segment in your YouTube timeline Mm -hmm. where you were doing a lot of get my life together. What is it called? Getting my life back together. Yeah. And so I think at the time when you were feeling that way or you when you're feeling like you are lacking motivation I know for myself when you are like in bed and you don't want to get out that is when for me it's the hardest to find motivation so when you've felt that way in the past or even maybe recently what do you do what do you say to yourself how do you find energy to get motivated again even if it's just a little bit That's a great question because it's something I'm going through right now. (laughs) It's been so hard waking up primarily because I think I was home for so long. 
over the holidays and having an extended holiday. When I'm in New York, I'm just like, I'm ready. I am productive. I want to be productive. And I'm in my own space, which I think it all helps. And I think when I'm home, it just, I don't know, like, it's not like by now my parents don't really treat me as a kid. But I think just like the act of being home, it's like I revert back to like a potato child, like an infant of a potato. (laughs) And you know, the first few weeks is really nice because I'm just letting myself rest. And then when we get about a month in, I start getting a little restless because I'm like, I don't want to work. But at the same time, I feel like I need to do something. And so coming back to New York, I'm like, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to work out. I'm going to shower. We're just <laughs> talking about this before we hopped on. I was texting Viv. I was like, hey, give me 15 minutes. I'm drying my hair. Right when we hopped on before recording, she's like, whoa, you showered? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I put it off for literally like four days because <laughs> I kept telling myself I was going to work out at night and then shower, but then it doesn't happen. So then I'll do it in the morning and that doesn't happen. And then at night it doesn't happen again. It just... It kept being delayed just to like paint a picture of what state I've been in. And to answer your question of how historically, even a year or two years ago, the voice in my head would have been, you know, get your butt up, get your shit together. What are you doing? You're wasting precious time. Or I'll just feel really, 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 really bad and guilty for sleeping in or for not doing what I told myself I would do now this time around is just really giving myself grace of you will do the thing you need to do eventually and it will come back and there's seasons of your life where it's just not going to happen and there's seasons of your life where it's going to be fully there it's a bit conflicting because my old self is kind of talking to my present self of like, oh, you're just giving yourself an excuse. If this is really important, you would just do it. But at the same time, I've just outsmarted myself, you know, in terms of before Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, you know, you like, I'll make matcha when I first wake up and then it'll make me excited. Or, you know, I'll make like a really good breakfast and I'll get myself up. Or, you know, I plan out my mornings in the ideal way right before going to bed and, you know, draw little hearts and stars and being like, oh my God, I'm so excited. So I think because I've tried so many cycles of that and they've all historically worked, I think I've just gone to a point where maybe I should just embrace this and give myself time because I think before it's like when I'm in the state I want to have my sleep schedule fixed or I want to get out of bed by this time by yesterday like you should have done this this morning but I think now it's like okay Mm -hmm. give yourself two weeks like I've done this a few times now coming back and forth from both coasts I would start waking up at 9 a.m here because that's 6 a.m in LA and now that we're getting older it hits different you know like I I don't know if I talked about this before but if I go to Asia the time difference is so whack that Mm -hmm. my body's like whatever it's a mess you come back reset I'm good but the three hour time difference is so bad and so I come back I will wake up you know at nine for a few days and then it'll be a bit earlier to 8 30 8 30 to 8 8 to 7 30 7 and so on and so forth like whatever you know whatever I'm working towards but I think allowing myself this transition period and 
just like really leaning into it and then being nice to myself about it and thanking my body for doing what it's meant to do and reminding me that I need to slow down or I need to rest, it has made all the difference. I think like just saying it out loud may not seem like the biggest thing or it's like, okay, we know to be gentle with ourselves, but I think when you actually put it into practice, it really helps. I think another thing that I can come back to because I want to ask you some questions too is trying to figure out why you're sleeping in and what you may potentially (laughs) be avoiding. I'm laughing because it is just so us to always go back to why. And so like even, you know, like this episode, we're like, okay, let's focus on the how to. But at the end, like our conversations always go back to why, which is really important. Um, I want to kind of circle back to what you were saying earlier, that voice in your head, the one that maybe is from your past that still talks to you sometimes and is saying, you should be better. She's basically just being very hard Mm -hmm. on you. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Would you say that, you know, giving yourself grace, understanding that there's a transitionary phase, even just knowing that there are different seasons to your life, did that come with time? How did you learn how to slowly change that voice throughout the years? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It definitely took a lot of time. I wasn't even fully aware of how demanding this voice in my head was until maybe a few years ago. I think maybe around the time of the pandemic was when I started talking back. Because it was like, you have to make a video. If you don't make a video, then your world's going to crumble. And it's going to affect everything. And you're going to lose everything. And then it was that one enlightening moment on my toilet of all places where I was like, but what if I just don't post a video one week? What's going to happen? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I think it was because we were able to spend even more time with ourselves. I just became more aware of this voice, being with James and starting this podcast with you. I know you're very hard on yourself, but the way that you talk to me is very gentle and sweet. You also have a very sweet, (laughs) gentle voice. The way that James talks to me when I'm being hard on myself, it's very comforting. As you talked about in previous episodes of how you start internalizing voices of your friends and the people closest to you, I think that probably also started happening without me really realizing. I believe the voice that I initially internalized was my brother's voice because... He was always the more ambitious one. He was always the one putting me in check when I was like, I'm young. I just want to do what I want to do. I don't care about school. I don't care about college. What are grades? He was like, stop being a B word. Just like (laughs) do what you need to do in a very tough love way. And I think because of losing him, it was my way of thinking, oh, well, because he was the only one putting me in check in the way that 
positively motivated me. Why don't I just internalize this dialogue? That was probably what drove me to be, I guess, just to want more out of life. I think I've always wanted things out of life because I'm a second child and then, you know, just life is a bit easier and parents aren't as demanding by the time you're popped out. It kind of helped me flip the switch, I guess, to want to do more. Over time, slowly realizing that and then switching that narrative or switching that dialogue to those who are currently present and also me realizing that I don't need to achieve that much. I don't need to be the best even though it's like in my DNA now, right? It's like it's okay if you rest. It's okay if you want to sleep in for one season in your life, you know? It doesn't make you any less of a human because it can help you be a better human in the long run if you're able to figure out why make peace with it learn from it you know extract learnings from it I feel like that was just so I don't know if powerful is the right word but like even to see that idea spark in you like within Mm -hmm. this conversation of like oh wow I think I know like where that voice came from now it makes so much sense to me from the outside looking in because as we got to know each other over the years You've always mentioned this like pivotal point in your life, which is when you lost your brother. And it makes so much sense why that voice has become so loud in your mind. Not that it's like a good or bad voice. It's just that Mm -hmm. voice was a lot louder for, you know, probably 10 years after it happened. It's also interesting for me to see that you are motivated by different things in these different parts of your life after that happened you had this other voice come in and you almost needed to have that for you to like move forward and then after you find that this is no longer serving you like you're being too hard on yourself you're being too demanding you're now way too burnt out then you start shifting that and then something else will start motivating you maybe it's that I want to find peace or I want to be more gentle with myself it's that I want to enter romantic relationship and the way that you were is not going to help you get Mm -hmm. there and so you shift maybe your goals your perspectives your ideal self of who you want to be and that starts also shifting your motivation what motivated you 10 years ago five years ago even one year ago is not going to be the same thing that motivates you today tomorrow you know a year from now what you just said earlier is so special like different periods of your life you will be motivated by different things And whatever voice is driving you through these different time periods, I think it's very easy for us to be like, oh, this is good and this is bad. Like we love compartmentalizing things or putting things in buckets. But I think what I've learned through coaching and what we've shared about previously is that these things just are like it can be a part of you that will probably continue to like live and coexist with you. For me with these new voices that I'm adopting or these new, you know, ideas or these new dialogues that I'm having with myself, instead of like shunning this overly ambitious needing to be the best side of me, 
it's to acknowledge it and to thank it and to not like use it to our advantage but like turn that into a superpower and learn how to harness it when we want not let it take over our lives but to be able to tap into it when you need to when i'm going to dive headfirst into acting which i haven't started yet but this can be a conversation for another time because there's a another thousand tabs open in my brain so when that happens it's like you can tap into this side of you to bring out what you need to bring out but also hold space for these other parts of you that want to slow down that want to rest that want to be a bit softer and be a bit more gentle i really love that and i think it's also a great reminder that if you are in a phase in your life right now where you are extremely unmotivated and you are talking to yourself very negatively know that that can pass and that will pass and you will enter another season and it might not look like super productive or that you're achieving everything that you ideally want for yourself but this feeling will pass and when you look back at your life you know there are so many chapters of it that feel so different and so knowing that this right now is just a chapter as well and just riding it out riding it out ride it out i'm gonna flip the conversation because i feel like i've just been i've just been talking this whole time so i was thinking in the shower right before this of like why have i been lacking motivation and i had this inkling of there's just just like these thoughts that I've been having, right? With, you know, I've been doing what I've been doing for five, six years. Am I going to continue? Am I going to change? I feel a little stuck. I feel like I need to re, I don't know, like rediscover, rebrand, whatever, right? And I think this is just always a looming thought in my head. And I just so happened to be listening to a podcast with Tim Ferriss and Mark Manson. And it's a continuation. I think I mentioned it in a previous episode. I just stopped it and I recontinue at the right time. And it's just interesting how the universe will gift you with these nuggets when you're ready. You know, there must be a reason why I stopped it a few weeks ago and why I started re-listening it to, to it today. Because Mark Manson was talking about how him at the pinnacle of his career, he co-authored a book with Will Smith. He had the subtle arts of not giving an F. He turned that into like a documentary and it's going to be like a feature film and how where he is now, he's still refiguring out who he is and what he wants to do. Because for him, and this is so fascinating because it literally parallels what I'm doing, for him, he's been talking about self-development for the past 10, 15 years. And he's like, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. I need to try a new medium. I need to start posting videos on YouTube. Because he had the traditional Hollywood prestige legacy media route. He did that thing. And for him, he realized where the future is and where the future is going to be is independent media. So I'm in the shower. I'm actually listening to this in the shower. I'm being like, oh, wow, I'm actually positioned at the perfect place. So instead of being so like unmotivated and down on myself for feeling like I'm stuck this is actually a great place to be and there's so many things to celebrate in these moments when we talk about how to be more motivated you really need to understand even like subtly why you're feeling the way you do so that when you do listen to podcasts or read books or talk to friends you can bring these up in conversation and you'll realize either through what they share or anything that 
it's just that perspective, right? Like I'm actually in a great place and like there's so much to be grateful for. And I think just shifting a lot of these things has helped me also realize like it's not that big of a deal. You know, like your life to you is end all be all and, you know, this YouTube channel and like the next video I'm going to create. But it's like, just do it. Like, have fun. It's it's a fun thing. Like, it doesn't need to be a stressful thing. <laughs> and earlier in the episode, Mark Manson also talks about how when his book blew up for the first time, like, no one expected Subtle Arts to do as well as it did, sold, like, millions of copies. He actually hit a very weird, sp- like, spiral slump where he's like, okay, now what? And then he's like, it's mm. the worst place to be because you can't talk to your friends about it because they'd be like, shut up. You know, like you're doing so well for yourself. <laughs> like I have no sympathy for you. But at the same time, he's like, you know, you spend your life waiting for these moments of success, quote unquote success. But when it happens, no one actually prepares you for what's on the other side. So he had like a few months where he literally just played World of Warcraft and video games and like gained mm-hmm. so much weight. And like these are stories that I feel like people who are successful don't talk about as much. So we don't see that side of them that like, hey, after he became successful, he was still unmotivated. So it's just this dance that, you know, there will be these seasons of highs and seasons of lows and that it's okay. So Viv, how have you been feeling these days? And what goes through your mind on mornings where just like it's not happening I'm not getting out of bed not yet not now yesterday I, it was my day off and I got out of bed I think like close to 10 a.m which is like really late for me usually I start work at seven what you were sharing earlier about how you know after listening to this episode of Mark Manson and realizing that you are in you are positioned very well what it sounded like to me was there's this feeling of like excitement. Mm-hmm. You're like, actually, this is like more exciting than I thought, right? Like at first you're like, oh, I feel stuck. This feels dull. I need to do something different. And then there's this feeling of like, excitement that came in where you're like, actually, there's a lot of opportunity here. And then it kind of opens your door to generating new mm-hmm. ideas. And I think this feeling of excitement is what is lacking the most when I'm feeling unmotivated. I'm not excited to take on the day. I'm not excited to get out of bed and do my morning routine. Same thing earlier when you were sharing in the past, you'd go through these cycles of, oh, I'm gonna be really excited to make my matcha, (laughs) right? And so you wake up and you're really excited. And this also just relates very well to our recent episode of Play, where how can you find these moments or hobbies or little things that get you excited what is it that makes you excited is probably the question that I would ask myself Mm. and that is a pretty big question it doesn't have to be something that you're really passionate about or like this topic of interest it can be I get excited about creating routines so I'm going to create a routine in my life I get excited about reading something so you go on your phone and you read you know this specific topic and I think it's like looking for these things that excite you so that you have something to look forward to that makes that shift in your mind so that 
you're no longer unmotivated, where you have something to look forward mm-hmm. to, you have that little bit of energy to push you forward. I think we like talked about this a lot in the yeah. play episode as well, you know, like me getting into ceramics and um, recently like getting excited to go snowboarding. These are things that I like look forward to. I wanted to kind of break this down though for listeners who might not have like a hobby that they're looking forward to. You know, sometimes you get tired of your hobby as well. I know by the end of my ceramics course, I was like, okay, I just need to be done with this and like take a break from it. I was talking to my cousin last night and she told me that she's normally a messy person. Her ideal self, she would be a lot cleaner. So her room, right? Like she would want to have a cleaner room, a more organized room, but her habits are not set up for her to do that. Is she going to like wake up the next day and be excited to clean? No. And even if you do get this like burst of motivation to clean everything in your room, that's very short-lived. You're probably going to do it once and then it's going to happen again. And then you talk to yourself again. You're like, I'm unmotivated. I don't want to clean X, Y, Z, right? And then so she broke it down to me like when she was thinking about it, these are the three options that she can do. You can pay someone to Mm -hmm. clean your place, right? Like if you don't like to clean, you can pay someone to do it. The second one is you can bring in these like automated processes, right? Like you can get a Roomba or then the third one is like manual. Like you have to go clean yourself. And she was like, okay, well, the first one is not an option. I can't afford paying someone to clean. The second one, uh, I don't really want to buy a Roomba. And so if it's the third one where like she has to do it, How can she stay motivated in doing these things? And she told me that for her, she loves building habits. She loves the routine. If her routine is, for example, she said her hair falls out a lot, right? And before she would just take her hair and like throw it on the floor and she wouldn't vacuum it. So then hair would just pile up, be all over the floor. But because she knows that she does that, Now she has a trash can next to her desk. So every time she does that, she puts it directly into the trash can. And I know this sounds very small and little, but at the end of the day, like when she shared that story with me, what I got from it is that you need to know yourself. You need to know what excites you and what works for you and then create structure around Mm -hmm. that. I know you talk a lot about building habits and systems, et cetera. But I think that is also very relevant for this because knowing yourself, your energy levels, what you like, what you don't like, and creating something for yourself is so important because it's not what motivates someone else that will motivate Mm -hmm. you. It's like very personal and unique to each individual. It's like that quote from James Clear, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. So if you don't have any mm-hmm. systems in place, which I think can be us a lot of times, you, me, you know, you who are listening, anyone, right? And so I think this mm-hmm. is why, as you said, like habits are so important because if you have something there and it just kind of works itself out, I think an example that came to mind when you're talking is if you really want to work out, if you want to keep yourself accountable, sign up for a morning workout class. You will most likely not miss that like you will probably wake up because you spent money you want to hold yourself accountable 
Um, and so there's just, there's these different ways we can hack our routines or hack our habits to make us not just like be a puddle unless you want to be a puddle i was thinking like if it was myself i don't think putting a trash can next to me or like creating a routine would necessarily Mm -hmm. work for me i like buying new things that are like cute or like fun to Mm -hmm. play with so for example snowboarding which is something that i tried recently is it fun yes but i actually feel anxious like throughout the whole time I'm going down the mountain. But then what gets me excited and motivated about it is like the gear. <laughs> like I'm excited to buy snowboarding stuff and you know wear it down the mountain. So you just need to figure out what that is for you. What makes you talk the way that like I'm talking where you're so excited and you can't stop yeah. smiling. What would be something that's snowboarding for you but like day to day? Because I think we know, you know, we can't physically go snowboarding every single day, right. right? So, like, let's say, like, it's in the morning, you're not feeling the most excited. What would you think about to be like, ooh, nice, let me get up and do that? This is a great question. I was just thinking about what I was saying about how everyone is unique. And there's this class that I facilitate at work where it's pretty much divided into four different personality styles, They're called working styles. And each of these styles are motivated by different things. So for example, someone might be motivated by results. Like they're very results oriented. So getting something done is what motivates them. Maybe having a to-do list and crossing that thing off is what really motivates them. For someone else, they might value people and relationships. So what ends up motivating them is their mom, their kids, their, you know, making a difference and impacting a community. And that's what drives them. I don't think motivation is consistent. I think it definitely comes in waves. And so when you are at a, a what dip. is it called? Not the peak. The valley. A valley, a dip in motivation what brings me back to like how to take on the day is what is meaningful in your life like what do you value I think a lot of people can feel like it's their parents you know maybe your parents sacrificed a lot for you and so however hard your life is right now I know especially for my friends whose parents immigrated here our life feels more simple than theirs ever was. And so that could be something that motivates you. Maybe if that doesn't resonate, then it's like, I want to be the best, Mm -hmm. you know, like whatever the best is. And that can also equally motivate someone to perfect their craft or focus on being really good at something. And yeah, so what is that for you? Is it results? People? You didn't answer it yet for yourself. (laughs) Um, What motivates me? Did you just throw it back to me without answering? (laughs) Bold moves. I think what motivates me every day and like in life is to be a good person. Mm. Like I, I think that a lot of times like religion and spirituality can be very helpful and 
I personally do feel like I'm spiritual in that way where I do think there's something like more to life and there's a higher like being or power. But I think without all of that, my every day is to be a good person in the sense that if I can impact everyone around me in a good way, not overly do it, but like if I can be a good person and be that influence for the people around me whether it's a stranger that meets me or you know someone that's very close to me then that's enough of an impact in my life to feel like I feel fulfilled and I think that also ties back to like why last year when I was at a low motivational point voice hugs was something that did motivate me because this felt like something where I could reach people from all around the world and hopefully was making a difference in their life a very big difference that's what motivates me every day let's say tomorrow morning you wake up not your day would you kind of repeat this to yourself would you remind yourself of this are there days where you don't want to even think about it because you're just like i it's not who i am today there are definitely like weeks and months where i hate myself and I just like you know can't get out of bed but I do think that something I think about is this will Mm -hmm. pass there can be a brighter future whatever sucks now or sucked in the past can be totally different in the future something I thought about recently I attended a funeral and I was just thinking about like my life you know like what's going to happen at the end of my life am I going to live like another five years, Mm -hmm. another 30 years. And let's just say that I get to live until I'm like 80 or 90. That kind of means that like there's a whole other generation of like my family that I haven't met yet. There's so much love that can be felt. My nieces, my nephews, my kids, my grandchildren that I don't even know who they are. And that's something that if right now things don't feel awesome or amazing with my situation, these are opportunities that I can look forward to and I can just make it through, make peace with what is and like look forward to or like be excited about something in the future. So having hope and faith that things will get better definitely motivates me to get out of bed. (laughs) How do you stay so hopeful? Let's say someone is naturally more glass half empty and like they're like I want to be more glass half full how would you kind of approach that well that's a perfect question for me because I am glass half empty and that's like who I that's how I usually think that's like my perspective on a lot of things and for me it just got to a point where you have two options you literally can choose two options you might naturally gravitate towards one whether it's learned behavior whether it's like you're like jaded from things in the past whatever it is but like you have two options to pick and that's in your control so why am I going to put myself in a position where I feel negative I don't want to feel this way anymore so as unnatural it is to think about it this way what is there to lose Mm -hmm. let's just roll with it my friends are doing it why don't I try it trying something different if you are a certain Mm -hmm. way you have nothing to lose and if you don't like it you hate it 
you're not good at it, you reevaluate from there. You can go back to your glass half empty. Yeah. And there are strengths that come out of glass half mm-hmm. empty too because you're more questioning, you're more skeptical. You can be more analytical in that sense. So it's not necessarily like one is good or bad, but it's like figuring out what is going to work for you to get you out of a place where you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if you're listening to this episode, you probably don't want to be unmotivated. But if you are unmotivated, you don't care, then like it doesn't matter. <laughs> that really is life. Like you you can be one way, but you have a choice to whether continue being that or to try something new. Like a very close cousin to excitement is curiosity. Like being curious of mm. what if I tried something else? What if I changed the way I think? What if, you know, I like explore these things that are foreign or quote unquote new to me that, you know, you may eventually end up eternalizing or you could. Everything that you just said, I echo, 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 echo. echo. So let's bring this back to Rowena hops out of the shower. Mm -hmm. She just listened to the Mark Manson Tim Ferriss podcast episode is realizing she's actually in a great place Mm -hmm. how do you feel now (laughs) oh i feel so light and excited and curious i just want to sit down and film now last week i literally put it off every day just oh my god like showering and working out i put off filming every day as well because i'm like oh you know i need to shower before i film and then it's just like all these excuses that are tied up together were like the true root of why i was not motivated to film was more about it just didn't feel like I was in the right mental space of how I was approaching this beautiful journey that I'm on and this privileged position that I'm sitting in so after listening to that it really gave me also a boost of confidence that you know Tim Ferriss and Mark Manson both two dudes that I look up to immensely for them to both realize you know they both started off blogging blogs are kind of irrelevant now no one's really reading blogs they both have newsletters but newsletters are getting super saturated and like people are starting to unsubscribe and tim has a podcast which he like jokes that it's more archaic because you know everyone's doing it now too and it's just podcast compared to video it's very different tim has mentioned before in his podcast even i remember five six seven years ago that he's wanted to try youtube and he's tried youtube on and off so many times but it just never really worked out so to hear these two guys who i've looked up to growing up talking about how the new frontier is youtube i'm like oh i'm here (laughs) it's not that i should be grateful because i am grateful but it's just there's just so much shifting your perspective a little you know being able to see yourself through someone else's lens it can help you just like gain a new perspective that you're doing great my takeaway from that is that like just exposing yourself to other people conversations Mm -hmm. other ideas and that can spark that excitement that you didn't even know existed if you guys are motivated we would love to see you take your motivation to the next level and if you maybe want to (laughs) give us a little review and rating on apple podcast on spotify whatever you're listening to we really do appreciate you guys and honestly love you guys for being on this very wild and beautiful journey together thank you for 
being a huge motivation for me. Last year, I really needed this. So thank you for being that for me. And we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for future episodes, we've been loving reading all of the emails and DMs. You can always email us hello at voicehugspodcast.com or shoot us a DM at voicehugspodcast. Sending everyone a voice hug wherever you are in the world. We love you. Have a great day. Bye. Voice hug. Voice hug.